Yama, I'm Nairi Pakai, and we're joined today by an incredible artist colouring Perth and the surrounding areas with culture, Jade Dolman, who will tell us a little more about her first solo exhibition coming up in just about a week. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. It's exciting to be on here. So I just want you to introduce yourself to the audience. What's your name? Who's your mob? My name's Jade Dolman. My artist name is JD Penanga. My mob on my mum's side is Nyunga, where Wajak and Daodong. And on my dad's side, I'm Aranda, um, east of Alice Springs. Um, so that's where I get the Penanga from, my skin name, um, from my artist name. And yeah, I've got my solo exhibition coming up this week, which is super exciting. So your solo exhibition is called uh, Boy Biddy Smoke Trails. Um, the name somewhat clues us in on what it's about, but can you tell us more of the story of the exhibition? What kinds of things will people see and experience? Yeah, so I, um, my, yeah, the title of my exhibition is Boy Biddy Smoke Trails, and this came about really organically. I didn't plan it. I had been trying to come up with a theme for my exhibition for months, like, almost a year and nothing really came up or like I would change my mind constantly. Whereas I, on my first day in the gallery, um, I had a month of residency before my exhibition and I started painting the walls and I just created this like grey, it was like a grey river all the way around. And I was like, I don't know why, why I want to do this. I just felt really drawn to that. And then after a day, I like sat back and I'm like, what is this? Like, what is it telling me? And then I realised it's like, smoke it's like a big smoke trail around the whole room then I was like sat and reflected on like what smoke means to me and it's like cleansing it like marks the end of a chapter but also the beginning and in like western culture death or the end of something is like fear like we don't want things to end whereas in my culture it also represents the beginning of a new cycle so yeah I thought that was really fitting for especially coming into the new year and 2023 was a bit of a dud year for me personally and a lot of things ended whereas 2024 is like a new beginning and there's lots of lots of new things to come like I've planted lots of seeds so I feel like smoke really reflects that or like how I'm how I am in my life at this stage and also just smoke is cleansing you know we have like smoking ceremonies at the beginning of events or before we have like big conversations or family time it helps to bring us together and I yeah like smoke embodies so many different things so I, I just thought it was the perfect theme for this because the artworks that I'm doing in my exhibition are a lot of them are things I've done many many years ago some of them are unfinished paintings from like eight years ago and some of them were finished but I just never really felt like I was ready to do anything with them and now I've been able to come back like eight years later and collaborate with my younger self on all of these paintings. And like some of them, I I was worried I would I was going to ruin the background or something that I had done, which is like something that every artist goes through. I think like just being able to be confident and brave and sometimes like take risks with your paintings, whether or not it ruins it, you can always paint over it again. Some of them are like, a bit cringe <laughs> of like how my I could see how my hand was like so shaky and all my lines are like really wobbly whereas now I'm like I actually love that I love that it shows like my progress 
and like where I started and then where I am now. This is your first solo exhibition, yes? And yes. have you done any gallery stuff before? Not really. Like I have had this weird relationship with canvases and like small scale work for the last maybe five years and I've just kind of like steered away from anything like that. So I, I've, I've been a part of like some group shows many, many years ago but it was kind of just like if I had something lying around at that point, then it kind of went in there. Mm. Whereas this is so, so different from that. Like I've really put in everything into this and this is like very much J.D. Penanga and the stories that I want to tell in the way that I want to tell it. So, yeah, this really feels like the first kind of experience I've ever had with any sort of gallery. Oh, yes. So for the people at home listening, um, Jade does murals, large scale murals, um, like some of these on the side of buildings. Uh, I saw the Wellington Dam lookout, the Wellington Dam in Perth, not near Dubbo, um, and a basketball court that was such a large scale. Uh, I saw the video of that and there were air shots of it. Um, do you have a team that you rely on to get these large scale works done or do you do engagement with the community? What does m- yeah. large scale murals look like? Yeah, every project is different, I guess. Like, some of them I'm lucky enough to be able to get, like, the community in to come and help. Um, For really large-scale stuff like the basketball court, I sourced the team out through people that I knew or people that were, like, other Aboriginal artists in Perth that maybe hadn't done a mural before. I just wanted some more work experience or Mm. exposure. And then, yeah, I would invite them to come along and just spend, like, a day or a week painting with me and I'll just like like teach them some things about the materials and stuff so I'm yeah I always really love having company doing work because it can be really lonely if you're spending like weeks on your own without talking to anyone just painting like eight hours a day so yeah it's really cool to have company and have people to hang out with so I, I always do love having a team to paint with um I used to have when I started out I was a lot lower at painting so a team was really helpful whereas I think I've gotten with experience I've gotten a bit faster Mm. and more memory so I'm able to do paintings a lot quicker so I kind of if it's under like maybe 20 meters I can probably do it on my own but if it's more than that then I'll probably look at getting a team Social media has also been a a powerful tool in sharing your art and getting so much love and attention uh, through that. What was the moment that made you realise that you could do this scale of artwork? Was there a first thing or an aha moment where you're like, I can do this as a career? Yeah, you know, actually, I was thinking about this before and there's so many, there were so many moments along the way, like the first time for everything was like, what? <laughs> Someone wants my art? Like, that's crazy. But I think when I, I, I first um, posted paintings on my like personal Facebook page, um, maybe like almost 10, 10 years ago or maybe more, and People were like, wow, that's so great. And then one one day, um, NITV Facebook page shared one of my artworks and it like got heaps of likes and heaps of comments. And I was like, wow, maybe 
maybe I should set up my own like business Facebook page just like for fun and just post the things that I do. Like I wasn't intending to start it as a business. So yeah, I put that up and then people were like, I just had, I don't know, I remember having my first 50 followers and I was like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> and then I was just like posting, posting all the little paintings that I was doing and it got like a little bit of traction. And then one day someone, um, uh, an organization asked if I wanted to like try to paint a mural at a childcare center. And that was the very first mural that I ever did. And that was about eight years ago now. And yeah, I just remember like being terrified, <laughs> like <laughs> so anxious to start. Like, I don't know how to paint a mural. Like, what am I doing? But I'm always just like throw myself in the deep end and just like just figure it out on the way and just like winging it. That's kind of my style of life. So I, yeah, I just did that and it all worked out. And I was like, this is actually really fun. But I still didn't think there was, like I could ever have a career as a mural artist. Mm. And honestly, I only realized that after doing murals for like four years or something at that point. And I was like, maybe this is my job. Like, I kept thinking this is just buying time until like I get a proper nine to five job like everyone else. But then, yeah, it's, there's actually a lot of work. And like once, once you kind of have a portfolio out there and you've got like momentum and you kind of get more known in the community and like with what you do so you've done like a wide range of different work too like it's not just murals you've got installations and you've done collaborations a carpet I saw the rug and it was really big and winding I thought it was the floor but I realized (laughs) uh there were posts around it um I want to know what are your most interesting stories there, but also is there anything that after doing having these experiences, making these different types of work, is there something that you want to do next other than your exhibition? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Okay, well, the first thing, that rug, um, that was a really cool, like that was maybe the first like non-wall uh, thing that I did. And that was cool because I was able to design it as like six puddles that were connected and each one was a different Noongar season. So like as you walk across the floor through the rug, you like follow a year all the way around. That was really cool to try with a different medium. I did really like that one. And um, yeah, there's been a few collaborations, like one really big highlight in my art career was collaborating with Adnate, mm-hmm. who's an artist from Melbourne and he does like insane portraits and a lot of the subjects are Aboriginal people and he, um, the collaboration we did in Perth was of my little cousin and that was really special to, to be able to like have it so personalised and just to work with him and like... I don't know, his network, <laughs> he's just really cool. And he's just such a normal person. But that was like, wow, anything's possible because I used to idolise him. Like, he was my favourite mural artist when I was younger. And then he reached out to me to collaborate. I'm like, wow, that's really, really cool. So, it, yeah, it showed me that literally anything is possible. Like, set the bar as high as you can and just go for it. But as for looking into the future, I... I haven't thought too much about it. Um, I have like lots of 
lots of little ideas and things and like some rough concepts. I guess I'm still figuring out exactly what I want to do. But I'm also not really the type of person that plans out years in advance. <laughs> I just kind of go with the flow. And I'm just constantly checking in with myself every few months. I'm like, am I happy with the direction I'm going in? Or like, do I feel like I'm doing it for me? Is my passion still as strong as it was before? Like, and then kind of changing things and like maybe changing the type of jobs that I'm taking on to make sure that I'm always aligned with my goal and like, yeah, what I really enjoy and what what my purpose is. So I don't know, as long as I'm like kind of keeping myself in check, that's all I'm happy with. But with this exhibition, I mean, it's such a huge thing to like have all this space and you can express yourself however you want. Like it's very daunting. Mm. So your exhibition, Boy Biddy, Smoke Trails, I'm assuming uh, Boy Biddy is the word for smoke trails. I wanted to know yeah. the reasoning of titling your words in language. What is the language that is being used? And um, and also with your name, like what's the power of using language? Yeah, I mean, language is so important. Like language really grounds me and I think it's a big part of my identity is being Nyunga and Aranda. And using that, I don't know, it's like... It really just feels like home and it's something to be constantly defined by like your colonizers language. I like it's it's really sucks that we have to do that. And I think it's yeah, it's just so important for us to like reconnect, decolonize and use the language that we're meant to be using and the language that's actually from this land. So I never hesitate to like title something in your or um, use the Nunga language rather than English. So, yeah, the, the language of the exhibition is in Nunga, which is from my mum's family in Perth. And Ui is the word for smoke, which is also the same word for long neck turtle, which is pretty cool. And I have a, a little piece that's a long neck turtle in the exhibition. And then Bidi is like tracks or pathways. So my, my cousin helped me put them together to have one word, boy bitty, which means smoke trails. It sounds so special, and I wish I was in Perth to be able to see it, but I'll settle for looking at it online. I wanted to thank you for coming on and speaking with NITV Radio and sharing your story with us today. Um, yeah, thank and you so much. Before you go, I just want to know, uh, where can everyone find you, and uh, where's the exhibition at? Yes, so my Instagram is JD Penanga, which is J D P E N A N G K E. Um, that's my Facebook and my Instagram page. So you can follow me there. And the actual exhibition is at Blankwall Studio, 268 Lord Street in Perth, on the 12th of January, this Friday at 7 p.m.